All right, guys, welcome to today's show, and with me on the show is my wife. Yes, she is back again for another episode, and she's actually been a huge help in getting this podcast up and running. She's been doing a lot of the scheduling for me, as well as she's been managing the social media accounts. So I'm kind of illiterate when it comes to a lot of that stuff, but she does a great job with it. And so I'm very thankful for that. And I'm excited to talk to her today about her first hunt. Not her first time being out hunting, but her first hunt where she actually had a tag of her own in her pocket. And so that was out in Colorado a couple years back. But we had a ton of fun chasing after spring turkeys out there. And there's some pretty good stories mixed in. Um, just phrases that she didn't fully understand or techniques that she didn't know what we were doing. Um, and so you'll get to hear a lot of that in the podcast today. So I hope you all enjoy it. And please join me now in welcoming my wife, Samantha Matthews. Like he was doing things that were just badass. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dan had the gun, I did have the rifle, like we would be okay. Alright guys, welcome back to the Nomadic Outdoorsman podcast and with me today on the show is my wife, Samantha Matthews. This is your second time being on the show and you're yeah. actually the first repeat guest. Ooh, feeling pretty good. I mean, you're kind of obligated to help me out <laughs> whenever I ask you to, so right? I there's gotta that. Right, I you. Yeah. No, I'm excited. Well, we're going to go over our turkey hunt from 2019, which... That was my, okay, technically my second hunt, but my first like real hunt. Well, that was your first hunt that you had a tag for. True. So you had been out hunting a couple times, actually. Yeah. But you had never actually... Never had a carried tag. Carried a gun. Yep. Had a tag for yourself. And so, if you guys don't know about the Colorado draw system, you have to put in quite a bit ahead. And then you build preference points, and then based on those, you can get a tag, um, or your odds go up of getting a tag for a certain unit or a certain species. But... Sam and I both put in for private land in the unit, and we both drew. Yeah, that's cool. And so once we did that, we had known of success of other hunters in the unit. Um, some friends of ours had hunted it. Actually, large groups of guys that we knew all drew tags in the past and had like 90-some percent success rate. And so is a pretty good we possibility pretty good that we were going to shoot a bird. Yeah. Well, we went out the first night. <laughs> Sorry, the first morning. Uh-huh. Hold on. Let me back up even farther. So, we went out the night before season. Uh-huh. And we were just trying to listen for birds, trying to get them to shot gobble. This was my this was my first time like putting on camo, going out and like scouting per se, Is yeah. that right? And Dan kept using the phrase shock gobble, but I thought it was shot gobble. Shot no. with a T. Shot with a T. And so as we're driving down the road. I'm like, what do you do? Just shoot in the air? And he's like, wait, what? I'm like, shot gobble. Like, do you just shoot? He's like, no, shock. I'm like, okay, do you shoot and shock them? And they like gobble back at you. <laughs> he's like, She was so confused. I was... And I was confused at her confusion. I was like. What do you think we're doing right now? I feel do like you I like had a lesson before we going didn't out. have a gun with us? We were just out <laughs> trying to make noise. I mean, for those of you who have shock gobbled before um, or gotten birds to shock gobble, I'm gonna have to like <laughs> really enunciate yeah. that throughout the whole show. I know. No, um, everybody knows what I'm talking about now. But I know the meat eater crew. They talk about all the different things that they've heard birds shock gobble from. And then they have like an ongoing list of like airplanes, coyotes, car doors, a cough, a sneeze, like all of these things birds have responded to. Okay, you're like teaching me something new. I thought it was only with the hooter. <laughs> um, okay, this is this is stuff we went over. It's been a while, so you probably it's forgot. True. But basically, any loud noise can get a response. From a tom up okay. in a tree. Yes. 
And when I but say anything, night, it could be anything. That night, we were just trying to get them to shock gobble with our uh, hooter. With we our hooted with our hooter. With a hoot owl call, and she just couldn't get past the fact that we it were was, hooting it was with fun. our hooter. It was a good memory. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with it. But the questions, it's funny because growing up as a hunter. Yeah, you knew all of this stuff is just kind of like basic common sense. Like I just understand because I've learned it, and I learned it at such a young age. I don't necessarily remember learning it. It was just like it was there. Yeah, but for a female, not I mean not necessarily female, but daughter of a single mom, like I didn't know any of this. Yeah. Before marrying Dan, I had no hunting experience or knowledge whatsoever. So everything. I mean, even today, things that I'm learning, it's all for the first time. Yeah. So, so it was fun. <laughs> we went out and we, I mean, we did some scouting that night. We had got there late in the afternoon and we kind of glassed uh, one of the fields that we were wanting to hunt, but we had a pretty good idea of where the honey hole was and where we wanted to go. But from being out on this property multiple times in the past, I'd seen hundreds. I mean, I'm not exaggerating exaggerating when I say hundreds of birds in a field at one time. And so we just wanted to get an idea of where they were roosting and then we were going to make our game plan from there. Yeah. Um, so we went and did that. That was fun. Mm-hmm. And then... And there were multiple stands or multiple blinds. Yep. And we had one in our... I mean, it was dark. We pictured one in our mind where we wanted to go. So we knew the next morning kind of what our plan was. Yeah. So we got back to the blind and in the morning. It was pretty quick that we started seeing stuff move around. Yeah. Like that deer came through mm-hmm. at like fifty yards right yeah. away. And then it it was really cool to see Sam's excitement when all of a sudden the birds were gobbling. Like yeah. before flying down out of the roost, they were just going crazy and they were all over. I mean, what were you expecting? I think it was just surreal. Like I, we videotaped it, and I watch it back every now and then. And one, it's so peaceful because in the morning you are waking up with everything in nature, and then to hear these like things that you're hunting, like you know, calling out, and, like a wild pterodactyl yeah. just going crazy. <laughs> just like very true. Um, it was cool. Like you know, I sat out in the stand deer hunting with you that one time, but they don't make noise. You know, they're. Yeah. The trees kind of rustled, but it was cool. It was a cool experience. I think there's a reason that people get really hooked on turkey hunting and elk hunting because you get a response from them. Yeah. I mean, like during the mating season for turkey and for elk, you're you're talking to them. It's not just like, oh, let's see what walks through today. Yeah. And there's a lot of that with whitetail hunting as well. Not as much back and forth communication, but you can talk to them and convince them of something to come yeah. in. But with turkey, I mean, you really can have a conversation with them. Yeah. With elk, it's the same type of thing. And I think that's probably a big part of I why people get hooked on it. I think it was a mixture of like, you know, turkey hunting and the experience, but also like my first time with the tag and with a gun. You know, you have that... Um, is it turkey fever? <laughs> Can you say that? Or like... Like buck fever, like you buck mean? Like buck fever, yeah. Like yeah, think, you could say turkey fever. I think fever. I had turkey fever and, you know, wanted to get my first shot. You can just call it the bird flu. The bird... <laughs> That's was, a new phrase, guys. Yeah, the bird, the bird flu. flu. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a cool experience. And, yeah, I'll, I'll save my comments. So, we didn't even go over, but Sam, before we even went out hunting, I'm like... You know, up, ready to go early in the morning, and I'm just like, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Like, maybe she's just in the bathroom. (laughs) Not to go into too much detail, but like, (laughs) maybe she ate too much the night before. I don't remember what we had. And I I finally went in there, and she is just like, done up. Like, (laughs) from toes to the top of the head, she is just like... I think I did my makeup a little bit because in my mind, hello, if I she was smelling good, she was looking good, (laughs) making sure I look normal. I was like, you realize this isn't all about Instagram. Like, we're not just gonna go snap pictures all day. (laughs) The goal is to go turkey. That's my picture, my first turkey for the rest of my life. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Also, 
face paint. I had the face paint ready to go. I would say that was like <laughs> my most favorite part was getting to like put face paint on. I don't know. I was excited about it. Yeah. She <laughs> she wanted it done. I promise right. guys, I won't seem this girly throughout all these episodes. Like, I will So in <laughs> in in hunting with buddies, we've done all sorts of different stuff to cover our faces. I mean like just by grabbing mud and like putting some on our face if we think that ducks are flaring because of the glare. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you wanted perfect face paint. Yeah. That was the most I felt like I felt like the lady at the fair that's doing like <laughs> butterflies on little girls' cheeks. We and you're just like hold on, hold on, let me see the other side. Let me see the other side. <laughs> so now I know that we have to get up an extra thirty minutes early yeah, gotta do my hair, to make do my sure makeup, that the face, face paint is just right. You looked Welcome good to though. Hunting with your wife. You looked really good. Thanks. So um we got the face paint on, got out on the hunt, yeah. did not end up having success that morning. No. And I think what we was heard a frustrating lot. Saw a lot. Yeah, we saw a lot. I think the frustrating part is when you're sitting in a blind looking over at a different blind that we could have I mean we had full access to that one as yeah. well and we just watched turkey after turkey walk right by that. Yeah. And so we were And is that the one that when we went out the night before that we planned on sitting in but we got we were like disoriented yeah, and we went so to the wrong blind this in the morning. Chunk of the field or the property we had never been to before. Yeah. I'd been on a lot of parts of it, but just never this specific field. And so we were just kind of going out blindly. We had looked at it on Onyx. Yeah. Um, I was pretty confident. I was too confident, I guess. In I mean, knowing, they were fairly in close. thinking, yeah, within within 150 yards yeah. of each other. And so we had just got over to the wrong one in the dark, and that was on me. So one of them was on the ground, which we ended up in. Mm-hmm. The other one was an elevated stand, and that's the one we saw all the birds go yeah. by. So, But it was still cool. It was yeah, cool it wasn't the end of the world. What ended up happening is that gave us a lot of information yeah. for... The next day. The next day, and even that evening. Yeah. And so Sam and I went out again... And actually, we went through the fields. We went. Um, we went through the fields. We walked all over. Turkey fan. Yep. No. So I had bought a turkey fan. If you don't know what that is, it's like a decoy. It's a printed turkey on the it's front of like a two-thirds umbrella. umbrella. And so you just open it up. It looks like a turkey, fully strutted out, Tom. Mm-hmm. And we had driven around because it was a big property, so we had all kinds of room to go. Mm-hmm. And we found a group of like probably six toms yeah. out there. And we drove around, got down to a creek bottom, and we were going to walk the creek all the way up to where they were, kind of pop out of the creek, make a little bit of noise, and then try to get them to come over. They weren't having it. They did not have it at <laughs> all. And like I think, it. looking back on it, I think what it was is we probably spooked them. Mm-hmm by how we were acting on the road. Like when we drove by and slowed uh, down yeah. and we were looking at them, trying to get a marker to know where we needed to come up out yeah. of the creek bottom. I think they were already a little bit spooked. Yeah. And so then by the time we actually got came up, they they just didn't want to be around. Well, and by the time we got to them, they had already moved. So then we had to travel farther. Yeah. So just kind of too much field to cover. And... It's just part of it. I mean... Yeah. Their number one sense is their eyesight, and so if anything is out of the ordinary, it was still cool to experience hunting in the blind. Yep, and then you know hunting that way on the field. So yeah, spot and stalk turkey hunting is something that was actually the way I killed my first bird. Oh, nice! So when I went out with Brad Mm -hmm. several years ago, he had we we had been sitting in this uh, like pile of dead limbs i mean a tree blew over so we were basically sitting in a tree that had tipped over in a storm and we watched these two toms chasing each other down in the creek bottom called all morning they never came out and so finally we went after them and he ended up shooting one that way oh nice went into a different chunk of woods i ended up shooting one it was an immature bird i mean it was jake Mm -hmm. he was like it's that one it's that one i can see its head i can see its beard and I'm like, okay, so I pulled up and shot. 
He's like, that's the one. And we got over there and like, it had that's like, not the one. I'm telling you, a two inch beard. Hey, but you can always go up from there. So yeah, <laughs> I guess if I'm, <laughs> if I'm always out to get something bigger <laughs> next year, I could also shoot a Jake. Um, but yeah, so I knew that was the only success I had known yeah. in turkey hunting because I was fairly new to it as well. The nature blinds were cool to sit in though with the easy draw windows and pretty spacious. Oh yeah, that was the first time we had sat in those. Yeah. And if you guys don't know what a nature blind is, it's basically a giant tree stump like blind. Huge. Yeah. And it was huge. I don't know all the different sizes they make, but the ones we were in, I felt like we could have done yoga in there. It was awesome. We had two chairs, the tripod, our backpacks with snacks. Lots of snacks. Yeah. You always have to have snacks. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, it was fun to sit in those. And so then we ended up putting a lot of miles on looking for birds. Mm -hmm. We we came across so many birds. Yeah. And we kept trying, like, we'd see them way down a path, try to head them off. And this is middle of the day, so, you know, they're not just, like, out and feeding, coming in fresh off the roost. Like, they're putting some miles yeah. on themselves. And we were trying to chase them down. It, it not was work. not working. <laughs> So I ended up finding my first shed. Yeah. That was sweet. That was fun. I, in my mind though, I'm pretty sure I saw it first, but you grabbed it first. So I'll let you <laughs> take it as Wow. Your own. <laughs> I'm just finding all this out right now. Just kidding. It was a mule deer shed that was pretty beat up. I mean, it had been it was chewed years, on. Yeah. yeah it, it had been but in the dirt cool. for a long time. It was cool to see or cool to um, walk the fields and. I like I didn't know what I was looking for. Dan's like just white, like something that looks out of the ordinary, and it was cool to spot that. Yeah, so we picked that up, got back. I'm trying to think how Ooh, it played we out after up that. Some Philly cheesesteak on the. On oh, the Blackstone. Grill. Okay, guys, this is just a shameless plug for Blackstone. I make no money off of saying this. <laughs> I haven't gotten any free we product. <laughs> we bought it all from Walmart. Shout out to Walmart. Um, but the Blackstone grills it's are amazing. phenomenal. Basically a big cast iron flat top yeah. that you can make anything on. And so, yeah, we made Philly cheesesteaks out there. And, and ever since then, you've been grilling grilling up a storm. Grilling Phillies. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I we did that. And then you were going to come out with me. That night? For the next hunt. Oh, yeah. The next morning, we have two kids, so they were one and two years old and we had some family watching them the first day but couldn't the second day so I stayed behind and did my motherly duties and let Dan go back out and what was it 9 a.m you called me yeah I mean so I I got up in the stand and which you went to the original stand or the one that we originally, the one that we wanted to <laughs> we be wanted in to, up at and the so I went to that one got up there didn't see very much right off the bat um and then from that point, I could look out into a giant circle crop field, and I could see a ton of birds out there. So I was watching them. No luck getting them to budge. I mean, once they're out in the open like that, in a big group, lots of hens, lots of toms, it's hard to pull them in. Mm -hmm. And so I was getting kind of discouraged, but then I look over, and I saw a tom at like 200 yards. Yeah. I called lightly. Not much of a response. I mean, he just kind of fed his way over to me on his own and for about an hour and a half probably closer to two and a half hours actually I just watched him feed all closer, the way over closer. into the field and so I was watching him I had a spot in the field ranged and I knew if he got to that point I could shoot him yeah and he kept getting within like five yards and I was trying to be patient. I didn't want to wound a bird and have mm -hmm. to chase it with deer. If you hit it, odds are you're going to have a decent blood trail. If you put a good shot on it mm -hmm. with turkeys, I mean, yeah. you may never find a drop of blood. Especially if they fly away, right? Yeah. And I'm so like, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, they could fly away. Typically mm -hmm. if they're hit, they yeah. won't fly. They'll run. Yeah. They'll flop and then run, or run and flop and then run more. Regardless, you wanted to get a clean shot. I want, yeah, I just wanted to make a good ethical shot, and so, I, I waited and waited and waited, and it would get within Patience. a few yards of my comfortable range, 
and then it would turn and kind of feed the other way. Then it would come back in and turn, and it was just making circles and like never broke that barrier. And then finally, it was like taking a couple steps. It had fanned out, and it was walking straight towards me, and I'm thinking, okay, if it turns right now, I'm going to shoot it. I don't want to mm-hmm. mess up the fan. It's my first bird. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, it just takes off running. And I'm like, what in the world? Towards you and or it away stopped from you? away from me. Oh, no. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And so then... It stops and turns around and comes back. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Yeah. And I get the window open, the gun barrel's out, and I just hear like a right underneath me. And I look down out of the window, and there's a hen at three feet just looking up at me. (laughs) I mean, just, I mean, she's got me pegged. got this. I don't remember this. This is fun. <clears throat> Might as well get all our coughs and <laughs> I mean, she's got me pegged. She's looking right up at me. And if you guys know anything about blind hunting. Do you need to take <clears throat> another breath? Yeah. <laughs> Your eyes were like watering. I'm getting like stuffed up. Do you need a tissue? No. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> and I mean, she's got me pegged. Like she's staring right at me. I think she sees me. I, I mean, I feel like she absolutely has her. to see me. I'm looking her in the eyes at a few feet away, but obviously I'm up higher than she is. Um, but if you guys know anything about hunting from a blind, like from the outside, you can't really see anything inside of it. Yeah, pitch black. And so she was just looking up. She thought she saw something probably and was yeah. curious. And so I'm just like peeking down at her and she starts feeding and walking away. And so now I'm like, okay, I can't move too fast. I can't switch window windows to get a better shot at this other bird yeah, because she's going to take off and then he's going to take off. And so I slowly pull my gun back in one window, put it out the next window and he's slowly making his way back into range. And I mean, I've got the safety off. I'm about to pull the trigger and all of a sudden out of nowhere from my right comes this bird. I mean, full speed right at him. And it was another Tom. Is this the bigger one? I don't know that it was bigger. It may have been a little bit, mm-hmm. but it came in and like, I thought they were going to fight. It takes off after him, chases him around for like 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then they both just start feeding. And I'm like, what is going on right now? And so now they're both working in those circles, getting almost a shooting range, almost out, or but staying out. Yeah. And... Finally, they both get to shooting range. You get to take your pick. And I've got my choice, but they're stacked, which means if I oh, shoot yeah. one, you shoot I'm going to hit the other one as yeah. well. So the closer one was actually the bird. The, I think it was the bigger bird that came in and chased the one I'd been watching away. But I had it in my mind watching that bird for so long throughout the morning you that that, that was the bird I was going to take. Yeah. So I passed on the other one. I don't know that the difference was crazy. It may have been a little bit longer beard, a little bit bigger body, but, but not by much. that one, that's the yeah. chase. And so anyways, I had my camera set up. The bird walks right in front of my camera. I mean, I've got it to where I think I'm going to shoot it. It's going to be awesome. Well, by the time that they cleared each other and I pulled the trigger... The bird right. was like two feet out of focus. Yeah. <laughs> but but okay. I got the bird and it was a good story. It was a fun hunt. It wasn't... So, babe, I don't know if you know this, but there are people that are 
die hard turkey hunters. Like, I, I'm not talking like, oh man, I really love turkey hunting. It's, it's like, I do not hunt anything else turkey. except turkey hunting. I live and breathe turkey hunting. Three sixty-five. Because I mean, I've only known you as a hunter, and you shoot all species. You hunt all species. Yeah. So. I just game. I enjoy the variety. I enjoy yeah. getting out, enjoying creation all throughout the year. And if I only do it during turkey season, yeah, like that's a very short window. Yeah. And so. And so I am not like crazy about turkey hunting. Yeah. I've never successfully like called a tom in that's been really mad. So this and is probably like, like a really good feeling for you. Well, it was, but even that one I don't feel like I called in. Yeah, I don't feel true. like I was the reason. Just fed in. Yeah, I think he was just feeding that way. Yeah. And that's why but he it came. But it's still a you know, you still scouted the night before. We still put Oh yeah, work. we put work in for sure. But I think maybe that's why I'm not like sold on turkey hunting. It's fun, it's enjoyable, but it's not like yeah the number one. I have to do it. Like my heart gets yeah. pounding super fast. There's moments of it, but it's not like deer hunting yeah or duck hunting. It's probably one of the lower ones on the list <laughs> right now. But you got a good fan. Was that your second time doing the salt on it and creating that was the first fan? time. So we did a full turkey rug. Oh, yeah. And I'll show a picture yeah. on the Instagram of that. Um, on, the, on the gram. <laughs> I, I don't know what I was going to say, but it ended up on the Instagram. <laughs> on the line. On the line. We are, we are searching the World Wide Web right now. Um, on his Instagram. Yeah, I'll show a picture. My buddy Sean, who's been on the show before, Oh yeah, it he helped nice. me. And yeah, it turned out really nice. You need to put it up there. It will be going in the studio for sure. Yeah, right under. Ooh, it'll help with sound. Ooh. Yeah. I'm gonna get all. I like the this. Mouth. Maybe we'll try to cover up every inch of paint with fur and Which feathers. Is why I gave you the, your own for this. Thank you, babe. So before we get any farther, I'm gonna go over a couple cool facts that I found about turkeys because I was looking this up. And some of them were new to me. So I'm going to go through and get your reactions on okay. some of these. And hopefully these facts are new to some of the listeners. Yeah. If you I don't believe me, more. look them up. <laughs> so fact number one, turkeys have the ability to learn the precise details of an area over a thousand acres in size. Dang, that's crazy. I feel like they're kind of dumb birds, but by that, they're not. I mean, it makes sense that they're difficult, so difficult to hunt. Yeah. If they, they can so remember well. that much, if they've got a memory that allows them to know very precise details. Yeah. And I mean, I wonder what this definite, like their definition of precise details yeah. are. Like, a if tree. a tree falls <laughs> over, are they like, hey, that tree wasn't falling over yesterday? Yeah. Or is it, you or know, know, like over this hill are two trees in a pond or something. Yeah. I think they're creatures of habit mm -hmm. and I'm curious to know like how precise of details they remember. So that's number one. Number two, this one's cool. Wild turkeys are able to fly up to 55 miles per hour Damn. and run up to 25 miles per hour, which I was just watching an NFL highlight thing the other day, and it was like saying top speeds of guys. Yeah. And like some of the fastest guys in the NFL are running at like that 25 to so 27 like miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes you feel like, wait a minute, you're one of the best in the world at and you're running, running and you're as fast as one of those dumb looking turkeys. No, that's, that's pretty, pretty fast though. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that that's how you looked at it. I, I was looking like... at it like, man, this big fat bird with, bird with stilt legs is somehow running as fast as one of these dudes. And yeah. your view was, hold on, these professional athletes. I just picture like, you know how on, I'm guessing ESPN, how it has the, like the yardage lines and I know on football, but I'm trying to like the screen, the TV. And then you see, like, the people running, and it shows, like, a cheetah, a leopard, a turkey. <laughs> He's, like, running alongside the turkey. Like, that's just what I picture. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love the way your I'm brain works, babe. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. 
Um, all right, let's move, <laughs> move on. Turkeys have up to 5,000 to 6,000 feathers. That's crazy. That sounds That's, about right, because yeah. when we go to pluck them, <laughs> Does it, take it seems like there's about 45 million well, feathers. You would know that. I just cook them. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, this one was cool. The bird is named after the nation of Turkey. Early European visitors to the Americas saw the creature, and it reminded them of a fam familiar to them back home. Okay, this is worded really funny. Okay, it reminded them basically of a bird that they knew back home as the turkey bird because the African guinea fowl made it to Europe in the Middle Ages via Turkey. And so when they saw it, yeah. it reminded them of the bird they know they knew as turkey the turkey bird. bird, which didn't even come from Turkey, hmm. but That's came cool. through Turkey. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Let's see. Ooh, this one's cool. So I I did read somewhere that Benjamin Franklin wanted the national bird to be a turkey instead of a bald eagle. What? Wouldn't that be weird? That'd be really weird. Think about it. We couldn't hunt turkeys, but maybe we could hunt bald eagles then. Ooh. <laughs> Every time we see one, it's still like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. We saw one the other day on the river. We did. Yesterday. Was that um, yesterday? Two days ago. Monday. Mm -hmm. Two days ago. Wait, that's longer than two days ago. Oh, dang, yeah. Jeez, wow. We're parents. Parents. <laughs> parents of young children. Hashtag no sleep. Hashtag... We're tired. Memory loss. <laughs> um, yeah, so, that'd be crazy to... Yeah, wouldn't it be weird to have the turkey as the national bird? I mean, maybe we would, like, prize the turkey more, but I just see it as, like... Oh, Thanksgivings would yeah. be way different. Oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, to eat ham? That's probably I it. I guess. Anyways, <laughs> that'd be strange. But the reason I thought of that is because this next fact is that the wild turkey's bald head can change color in seconds because of excitement, emotion, anger. And so it'll go from red to white to blue. Like, it can be all three, red, white, and blue. Like their skin under the feathers? Like their whole head. If they're really mad and ready to fight, it'll crazy. be bright red. I mean, like fire engine red. Or if they're, like, excited. Now I feel like I want to YouTube this and, like, oh, we <laughs> YouTube, will. like, turkeys fighting. Yeah, or we're like going to look this up. Angry turkeys. Here, we're going to look this up right now. And you guys can hear her reaction live. But in the meantime... Sometimes looking up animals on YouTube does not give the best results, so let's be careful what we type in. <laughs> what what kind of traumatic experiences have I, you had? I'm, I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, he <laughs> types in turkey's heads. All oh right, my gosh. Turkey, big color changing next. This is the worst video ever. Let's just, it's I going. feel like Bob Saget is going to start commenting. No, so his head is blue. And then it just it just showed it red. <gasps> yeah, look at them. One is like blue blue and one is reddish purple. So you feel like you're watching a... Like a gecko. <laughs> well, I was going to say like a gender reveal party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, they're team pink and team blue. That's kind of crazy. Isn't that interesting? They're kind of ugly, to be honest. Well, I mean, that looks like a giant yeah, ball sack. <laughs> that looks real ugly. Oh my gosh. Okay, Look you need to Look at how bright red it is. Yeah, and his like, face is purple, but his head is like red and his neck. <gasps> and that thing on the end is called the snood. A it looks like snood? bubble gum just dripping off his... Is that from his chin or his nose? Above his nose. How do they eat? Isn't that wild? That's crazy. To see They're kind just... of ugly, so maybe I don't want to hunt. I'll hunt a turkey, but... I mean, do you, you hunt know? things that are beautiful? I mean, maybe. In their own way. <laughs> no, that was crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, it... I mean, I'm not around, like, angry turkeys a lot, so... <laughs> no, that's true. 
I would hope. <laughs> That'd be strange. I guess, I mean, we've got pigs and chickens out yeah. here. It wouldn't be that crazy to have a couple farm turkeys. Yeah, that's true. <gasps> they can be a lot more aggressive, though. Uh, yeah. They would be, like, fire red, ready okay, to Okay, so, funny story about aggressive birds. My mom and dad were dating, ye- I mean, like, years. obviously years ago. 30-something <laughs> years ago. Um, and my... Dad went to drop my mom off at home, and she went to get out of the vehicle. Well, this big rooster came and, like, tried to attack her. <laughs> and my dad, being the chival- chivalrous man that he is, walked over and just <laughs> kicked that rooster so hard it flew into the side of the barn and killed it. That's awesome, hilarious, and sad. Just imagine, like, opening... (laughs) Actually, today is the first day of the NFL. The first game of the NFL is happening right now. Imagine kickoff, and that that rooster rooster is just just like, like, I'm going to kill this lady in the car, and he just comes up and I will say, every now and then when I go to feed the chickens, if the roosters are being mean or aggressive, I do give them a little little tap. A love tap with the toes? Yeah, a little love tap and, like, get off the chicken. Leave them alone. <laughs> Some of you are probably like, who are these people? Where do they live? Actually, yesterday we just delivered Our a new batch fourth of... fourth set of babies. Fourth set of baby pigs yeah. or piglets. Yeah. We and just call them babies. I do. Yeah. The mom, the sow gave birth to 15. We knew she was... This was... So in March she gave... She had her first litter. March yep. 18th, I think. And Dan the other day was like, hey, I think she's going to be due again soon. And I went to feed. That was like a week ago. Yeah. I could tell the size difference. Just like, it seemed overnight yeah, that she was Yeah, and then she, she just starts to fill up. And so yesterday I went to feed them and I could not find her anywhere. I was calling for her. I circled the, circled the pen. Had no clue where she And she's was. like the nicest 350 yeah. pound pig you've she's ever seen. She's so nice. She wants to be pet. She wants attention. Yeah. She would probably come cuddle with us on the couch if she could. Oh, yeah. But and I would probably let her. Yeah, the fact that she wasn't there. Yeah, it was weird. So then I finally heard a little squeal and spotted them. And when I went over there, there was eight. Eight little piglets. Yep. Then you got there. And when I went to wrangle our kids, Dan delivered another two. Um, but she had 14 total. Four still 15. Births. 15. Yep. Um, four stillbirths. Five. The one that I just found. So now we're down to nine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She has huge litters, so. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, there's loss on the farm, but it's crazy being out here, being a part of all that. Cool to experience. Yeah. So, back to turkeys. Crazy colors, crazy heads. It's pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, and then you don't realize... All the different noises they make. Yeah. So there's like, and some of you guys listening to this are probably like, this guy's an idiot. He knows nothing about turkeys. I I know very little about turkey hunting. I try it. I try to educate myself. Teach us your ways. Comment on our post. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Teach us your ways. They gobble. Mm -hmm. The hens do a ton of different vocalizations. I think one of the facts that I saw earlier said there's like 20 different types of vocalizations and they each have their own unique voice which allows them to tell it's probably why it's intriguing for the hunters that are diehard turkey hunters because there's so much to it and learning all those different you know calls is probably really cool for them and yeah well and i didn't i mean the loud calls there aren't that many loud calls that they make but this year but this year when we were hunting, we got really close to them. And you weren't oh, out yeah. there, but we were I, within eight feet of them. Yeah. I mean, they were right outside our blind. And I heard more vocalizations, more sounds from them than I knew were around. Yeah. So now it's trying to figure out how to recreate those sounds. Yeah. Put Each them into year use. Kind yeah. Of, so we'll see what this year holds. Yeah, this year, luckily, we are in Missouri now, and Missouri is a state that you can just get over-the-counter licenses, and so we don't have to apply. We can just go pick up a tag, and so yeah, we'll be out after turkey here, and then in the fall, 
yeah. we can turkey hunt. So coming up in October, nice. we can turkey hunt with a shotgun. It's not calling. Like you just have to be in the right spot at the right time. Can we shock gobble? <laughs> shock gobble. Just go shoot into the trees. Maybe hit them and shock. get them to gobble. Shock gobble. No, actually, one of the things that I've heard a lot of people do mm -hmm. is they'll go find out where they're feeding. They'll run out into the field after them like a crazy person. While they're feeding? The they birds will all... No, the birds will scatter. Uh-huh. But then they all come back to the last place, like the last meeting place. Which was where they So, were basically, <gasps> you run out, scatter them, and then after they run to... away, you hunker down and wait for them to come back and feed oh. and then you shoot them i've never done it i mean i don't know <laughs> it's one of those things like snipe hunting i'm like wait a minute come <laughs> on man you're just gonna be sitting there recording the whole thing i'll be the one i'll be the tester <laughs> yeah you can you can test it out and see yeah but how fast are you hey <laughs> i mean when's the last time you did an all-out sprint how many years oh <laughs> two maybe she's gonna go out like taking off after these turkeys I and they're like run. listen we don't even have to run we can just like fast walk and feed up the field i think if i if someone was like chasing me i could run <laughs> so let's just pretend i'm being chased and i'll run like as fast as a turkey well maybe the turkeys won't find you a threat and then you will be chased by the turkeys <laughs> that's true that would be an awesome video to see you out there oh in gosh. camo with a shotgun Hunting and turkeys. the turkeys just turned around <laughs> chasing you like the gun gets lost in the weeds. Oh my gosh. That would probably be the last time I turkey hunt ever. Yeah. Well, no. we better wrap this up because we are just talking about nonsense now. Piglets, turkeys, Piglets. hunting chickens. <laughs> hunting chickens. <laughs> All right, so... That was cool to remember and look back at it and, yeah, learn more for this coming season. Do you wish, now that you're now that you're getting into hunting, do you wish that it was something that you've always done? Or do you like... I, I heard one person put it as in uh, a late-onset hunter. Yeah. No, I think... I mean, growing up, I don't know who I would learn it from, but coming into marriage, I really like that it was your thing like you had your time this was your you know your hobby your enjoyment and you were able to hang out with your buddies but now that the kids are getting older I would love to do it more with you now that the kids are getting more crazy you mean I think yeah. I know what's going on here the kids are getting more crazy and you're like and just hold run. on I can just go <laughs> sit out in the woods in silence Peace for and a whole day by myself yeah probably so that's why you're getting into it I see what's no, happening I do want to like start enjoying it with you and I love learning from you and as far as I can tell you enjoy teaching me and so I don't think I would change it I don't think I would prefer to have learned and you know, been See, now you're learning from so. the best. I mean, before right. you could have just learned all the wrong ways to do it. I mean, as I'm telling you to in. chase turkeys down <laughs> in the field, get them to scatter. I mean, you taught me that turkeys' heads change colors when they're angry. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I would have never known that. YouTube really just <laughs> proved true. it. If it wasn't for YouTube, you'd be like, yeah, but do they? That's, that's true. I probably would have second guessed your, your little fact there. Well, yeah. I'm excited for you to be getting into hunting. We've got deer season coming up. Yeah. Our goal was to have have a bow for you mm -hmm. so you can go archery hunting, which Don't it just hasn't happened. Gonna, no. Um, but Maybe we're definitely going to get you out rifle hunting, and hopefully we can get you on a deer. I think yeah. we will. I'm excited. There's been deer. I'm gonna have to do a at, lot of a lot of shooting so I don't get trigger happy and. Oh, I'm going to have buck fever so bad. Like, so bad. <laughs> I can already feel it. I'm, like, anxious and excited. It's going to be good. I mean, I'm okay with you shooting anything out there. Yeah. We well, typically try to manage, but... Some of the trail camera pictures you've shown me, like, I think that gets me excited. Yeah. But that's for another day. There's a lot of good deer out there. So, um, final thing... This is a segment we call Unloading the Chamber, and I don't think we did this in our first podcast. Uh-oh, uh we didn't. But, Unloading the Chamber, that just means any final thoughts that you have. 
that maybe we didn't cover, anything that you want listeners to know, any of that. Um, okay, I can come up with something. I don't think I've ever done this with turkey. You're probably going to laugh at what I'm going to say. I don't think I've ever done this with cooking turkey, but with all the animals that Dan has brought home, I say animals, <laughs> whatever, game meat, um, when I cook it, I try to cook it three ways so that we have a variety of like flavors, a variety oh, yeah. of like ways to serve it or ways to cook it. So the first time I did it was with duck. Um, we did fried duck nuggets. I did a pan-seared duck with garlic and butter and rosemary. And then I did a crock-pot barbecue pulled duck. And it was cool just to taste the different flavors. I think our favorite was barbecue pulled duck. Um, would still like to play around more with like the duck fat and stuff. But, yeah, there's my little my little secret. Yep. <laughs> And I highly encourage all of you to do that because when you cook it in individual meals, you know, you may be like, yeah, ah, do like I it. like it as much And then it's as in the a other large way? quantity and then you waste it if you don't yeah. like it. So if you just do like a few pieces here and there, then you actually know. Yeah. And we know our favorite way now to cook um, elk backstrap is cooked in butter on the grill or in a pan. Just pan seared. Chili, paprika, butter. Oh, so good. It is good. It's really good. But yeah, try that out because when you can really taste things side by side in real time, it gives you a great idea of maybe what you want to eat more of. Yeah. So. Get your wife to job. cook your game meat for you. Ooh, you know what? Here's my emptying the chamber. So I took Sam out the final day of rabbit season last year. And I was going out with a guy who I had hunted with only a few times before. And I was like, man, listen, I'm going to get permission on a couple other properties where I know there's rabbits. So let me, let me stop and talk to landowners. This was pre COVID. Obviously now everything's changed, <laughs> but we went and Sam's like, why are we getting out there so early if he's not coming out? yet and I said you know we're just gonna go stop yeah. well Sam first of all you're smoking hot and <laughs> if people watch the video or follow your Instagram they know it Thanks. and so <laughs> you're all decked out in camo with your cute face paint my on and, my hair <laughs> and we stopped at the first house and the lady was like oh my goodness yeah come in have some <laughs> have some coffee and so we're in there eating she eating like a we miniature breakfast, drinking coffee. And I had, you know, I had, once we sat down, I was like, yeah, you know, my name's Dan. This is my wife, Sam. I'm trying to get her into hunting. It's the last day of rabbit hunting. I want to yeah. just see if we can get some more properties that we can go out and hunt, show her a good time. And the lady's husband walks in. And so we introduce ourselves to him and I didn't even have to ask for anything else. <laughs> I just mentioned one day, the final day of rabbit season, yeah. and they were like, well, what else do you hunt? Do you hunt coyotes? Do you hunt ducks, geese, deer? You guys can hunt whatever you want out here. Yeah. You know what? This pond right out here, it's got geese. If you ever drive by and see geese on it, you can just park your truck, drop, walk out there, shoot some geese, <laughs> put them in your truck, and I'm just going, wait, what Dino's the heck in, just happened? Dino's in disbelief. I showed up for one day of permission for rabbit hunting and got full access (laughs) to their entire properties. Like all, I mean, they own a lot of land to all of their properties for whatever I want to hunt, whenever I want to hunt it. So then I was like, wow, this is unbelievable. All right, you're coming. I'm like, you're the best (laughs) permissions wingman I could have ever asked for. And we go to the next property same exact response. <laughs> I mean, just full permission for everything. And so... Did we go to two or three that day? We went to two. We should have went to 13. <laughs> but I'm telling you guys right now, get a hot wife. <laughs> if you already have a wife and maybe she's not good looking, then just get someone else's wife to come with <laughs> you. And get, I'm just kidding. That's awful. No, but for real, I'm going to start... I'm going to start a hunting wingman rental service. <laughs> And you can just go and help people get permissions. Pit me out. <laughs> I've heard a lot of podcasts talk about permissions for hunting. And none of them dove in depth on this. Really? 
this is the moneymaker. I mean, right we here. had real good success. So. We went two for two. I've never gone a hundred percent on any day ever yeah. getting permission. You're welcome. And we went two for two, not only on one day of rabbit hunting permission, but they offered every single type of species oh. without me even asking. <laughs> they just kept like listing things off. I'm like, yes, 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 Thank yes, you. Thank you. D, all of the above. <laughs> I will be here. So. Yeah, that was cool. It was a lot you of fun. You were so excited. We, oh my gosh, I can't believe COVID we're hit. We're going to have to do another I will one be with using rabbit hunting because that was, that was a fun experience. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll do another one on rabbit hunting. Maybe do one live and Andrew and his little pup can come out oh, and we'll... She was cute. We'll get on a podcast with them. But, alright guys, that's all we got for you. Love you. Thanks for having me, babe. Thanks for being here. And that is going to do it for the show today, guys. If you have a spouse or significant other that is not interested in the outdoors, I would definitely encourage you try to get them involved to some degree. I mean, with Sam, it was just being there for the cooking side of it for a little bit, and then it was showing more interest. I took her out on a super cold duck hunt. That turned out to kind of be a mistake. Turned her off to duck hunting more than... I think it got her excited about it, but with turkey hunting, she was really pumped to get out there and have a good time, and so try to get them out. Involve your family, involve your kids, involve your spouse, and I don't think you'll regret it. The only thing I haven't fully thought through is what if she becomes as passionate about it as I am, because right now we've got two young kids, and typically when I'm out hunting or fishing or camping, she will be at home with the kids. And so if she was as excited about it as I am, it may turn into kind of a competition to see who can get to go out each weekend or the opening days. So I may have to just kind of keep her lukewarm on it until the kids get older. (laughs) Anyways, not telling you how to run your life or your marriage. I'm not a marriage counselor, but I think it would be good for all of you to get someone significant in your life out and involved to a greater level. Um, With that being said, I hope you guys all have a great week. Always choose adventure and God bless.